Today is November the 8th. Today, we see the expansion. Today, as we read through the Bible in a year, uh, we will read together Acts chapters 10 through 12. Now, in Acts 10 and 11, something amazing happens. Uh, Peter is alone in the city of Joppa. While he is there, um, he has a vision, a vision of a sheet full of unclean animals being lowered from heaven. And the Lord says, Peter, you're hungry. Get up and eat. Peter says, no, these are unclean. Uh, three times this vision happens. And Peter is perplexed. He doesn't know what is going on. Then, two emissaries from a legionnaire, the, the leader of uh, a division of Roman soldiers come. And they say, our master wants to talk to you. Uh, he's a Gentile. He's a Roman. He is part of the occupational army of Rome, living, being stationed full time in Palestine. Peter says, oh, <laughs> that's what that vision was about. In uh, At the end of chapter 10, uh, Peter preaches the gospel to Cornelius. He and his household are saved and baptized. In chapter 11, he comes back and he speaks to the uh, leaders in Jerusalem. Then, at the end of chapter 11, we have a very, very interesting uh, uh, occurrence in Antioch of Syria. In verse 19, meanwhile, the believers who had been scattered during the persecution after Stephen's death traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch of Syria. They preached the word of God, but only to Jews. The rest of that chapter tells about how in Antioch, as they began to preach, they preached also to Gentiles, and Gentiles became coming to the Lord. What Peter did with Cornelius paves the way for the gospel to spread beyond Judaism and into the Gentiles. In chapter 12, Peter is imprisoned. Uh, this is what happens. First of all, James, uh, one of the 12, is killed. He's beheaded. Peter is imprisoned, and literally the next morning, it was his time. He would now be beheaded. But that night, an angel came, opened the doors of the prison, Peter uh, found himself in the streets, found his way to where the disciples were praying for his deliverance. And after convincing them that it was really him, in chapter 12, verse 17, he said, tell James and the other brothers what happened. And then he went to another place. Peter leaves Jerusalem. Peter at this point becomes 
what is uh, known as the missionary to the Jews. First Peter 1.1, Peter describes himself as the missionary to Jews. In Galatians 2, 7 and 8, Paul says Peter was sent to the Jewish diaspora. I was sent by God to the Gentiles. Enjoy today as we read together Acts 10 through 12. Acts 10 to 12, New Living Translation, Acts 10. Now there was a man at Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian cohort, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household and gave many alms to the Jewish people and prayed to God continually. About the ninth hour of the day, he clearly saw in a vision an angel of God who had just come in and said to him, Cornelius, and fixing his gaze on him and being much alarmed, he said, what is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and alms have ascended as a memorial before God. Now, dispatch some men to Joppa and send for a man named Simon, who is also called Peter. He's staying with a tanner named Simon, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who was speaking to him had left, he summoned two of his servants and a devout soldier of those who were his personal attendants. And after he'd explained everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. On the next day, as they were on their way and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. But he became hungry and was desiring to eat. While they were making preparations, he fell into a trance, and he saw the sky open up, and an object like a great sheet coming down, lowered by four corners to the ground. And there were in it all kinds of four-footed animals, and crawling creatures of the earth, and birds of the air. A voice came to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I've never eaten anything unholy and unclean. Again, a voice came to him a second time. What God has cleansed, no longer consider unholy. This happened three times, and immediately the object was taken up into the sky. Now, while Peter was greatly perplexed in mind as to what the vision which he had seen might be, behold, the men who had been sent by Cornelius, having asked directions for Simon's house, appeared at the gate and calling out, they were asking whether Simon, who was also called Peter, was staying there. While Peter was reflecting on the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. But get up, go downstairs and accompany them without misgivings, for I have sent them myself. Peter went down to the men and said, Behold, I'm the one you're looking for. What's the reason for which you've come? They said, Cornelius, a centurion a righteous and God-fearing man, well spoken of by the entire nation of the Jews, was divinely directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and hear a message from you. So he invited them in and gave them lodging. On the next day he got up and went away with them. Some of the brethren from Joppa accompanied him. On the following day he entered Caesarea, now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter raised him up, saying, Stand up, 
I too am just a man, as he talked with him. He entered and found many people assembled. He said to them, You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a man who is a Jew to associate with a foreigner or to visit him. Yet God has shown me that I should not call any man unholy or unclean. That's why he came without even raising any objection when I was sent for. So I ask for what reason you've sent for me. Cornelius said, Four days ago to this hour, I was praying in my house during the ninth hour, and behold, a man stood before me in shining garments, and he said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your alms have been remembered before God. Therefore send to Joppa and invite Simon, who's also called Peter, to come to you. He's staying at the house of Simon the Tanner by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and you've been kind enough to come. Now then, we're all here, present before God, to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. Opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation the man who fears him and does what is right is welcome to him. The word which he sent to the sons of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know the thing which took place throughout all Judea, starting from Galilee after the baptism which John proclaimed. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We're witnesses of all the things he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They also put him to death by hanging him on a cross. God raised him up on the third day and granted that he become visible, not to all the people, but to witnesses who were chosen beforehand by God, that is, to us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he ordered us to preach to the people and solemnly to testify that this is the one who's been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. Of him all the prophets bear witness that through his name everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all those who were listening to the message. All the circumcised believers who came with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they were hearing them speaking with tongues and exalting God. Then Peter answered, Surely, no one can refuse the water for these to be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit, just as we did, can he? And he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to stay on for a few days. Acts 11. Now the apostles and the brethren who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. When Peter came up to Jerusalem, those who were circumcised took issue with him, saying, You went to uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter began speaking and proceeded to explain to them in orderly sequence, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, an object 
coming down like a great sheet lowered by four corners from the sky. It came right down to me, and when I had fixed my gaze on it and was observing it, I saw the four-footed animals of the earth, the wild beasts, and the crawling creatures, and the birds of the air. I also heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, By no means, Lord, for nothing unholy or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But a voice from heaven answered a second time, What God has cleansed no longer consider unholy. This happened three times, and everything was drawn back up into the sky. Behold, at that moment three men appeared at the house in which we were staying, having been sent to me from Caesarea. The Spirit told me to go with them without misgivings. These six brethren also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He reported to us how he had seen the angel standing in his house, saying, Send a job and have Simon, who's also called Peter, brought here. He'll speak words to you by which you will be saved, you and all your household. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as he, as he did upon us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he used to say, John baptized with water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, if God gave to them the same gift as he gave to us after believing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? When they heard this, they quieted down and glorified God, saying, well then, God has granted to the Gentiles also the repentance that leads to life. So then those who were scattered because of the persecution that occurred in connection with Stephen made their way to Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except to Jews alone. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who came to Antioch and began speaking to the Greeks also, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a large number who had believed turned to the Lord. The news about them reached the ears of the church at Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas off to Antioch. When he arrived and witnessed the grace of God, he rejoiced and began to encourage them all with resolute heart to remain true to the Lord, for he was a good man and full of the Holy Spirit and faith and considerable numbers were brought to the Lord. And he left for Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. For an entire year, they met with the church and taught considerable numbers. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Now at this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them named Agabus stood up and began to indicate by the Spirit that there would certainly be a great famine all over the world. This took place in the reign of Claudius, and in the proportion that any of the disciples had means, each of them determined to send a contribution for the relief of the brethren living in Judea. This they did, sending it in charge of Barnabas and Saul to the elders. Acts 12 now about that time Herod the king laid hands on some who belonged to the church in order to mistreat them. 
he had James, the brother of John, put to death with a sword. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. Now it was during the days of unleavened bread. When he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out before the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but prayer for him was being made fervently by the church of God. On the very night when Herod was about to bring him forward, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains. Guards in front of the door were watching over the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared, and a light shone in his cell. He struck Peter's side and woke him up, saying, Get up quickly. His chains fell off his hands. The angel said to him, Gird yourself, put on your sandals. And he did so, and he said to him, Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and continued to follow. He didn't know that it was being done by an angel, was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When he had passed the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened for them by itself. They went out and went along one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I know for sure that the Lord has sent forth his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. When he had realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was also called Mark, where there were many gathered together and were praying. When he knocked at the door of the gate, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her joy, she didn't open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing in front of the gate. They said to her, you're out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. They kept saying, it's his ghost. Peter continued knocking, and when they had opened the door, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with a hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had led him out of the prison. He said, report these things to James and the brethren. Then they left and went to another place. Now when day came, there was no small disturbance among the soldiers as to what could have become of Peter. When Herod had searched for him and had not found him, he examined the guards and ordered that they be led away to execution. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and was spending time there. Now he was very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. With one accord they came to him, having won over Blastus, the king's chamberlain. They were asking for peace because their country was fed by the king's country. On an appointed day, Herod, having put on his royal apparel, took his seat on the rostrum and began delivering an address to them. The people kept crying out, The voice of a god and not a man. And immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give God the glory, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of the Lord continued to grow and to be multiplied. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their mission, taking along with them John, who was also called Mark. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see the first missionary journey.